everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and I can't get my microphone stand to work. With me this week, I've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What's up, pasta pals? Hello, Spaghetti Jim. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Excellent. I feel like at this point, just saying that directly to um, just Claire's family. <laughs> just directly to them. When I'm saying hi, pasta pals, that's who I'm talking to. <laughs> they're, they are the Claire's brothers. Oh, man. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> uh, one of our faithful listeners did suggest that you maybe just need a new cartridge for your shower if it's having temperature issues. A cartridge? Um, What's yeah. a cartridge? I don't even know. Like, do you blow on it and plug it in? Or like CO2? <laughs> yeah. Or the, yeah. The, should we just showers act like Super Nintendos? Anyway. I don't know. Because last week you said you had issues where like it just, you turn it on and there's just nothing it's just you can do. It's just insanely hot. It, and it just, no... You have minutes, seconds maybe before it becomes super hot. Yep. Cartridge. Um, but you need a new cartridge. I've never heard of a shower cartridge. And if it's, if it's a certain brand, he may, be, he may be able to hook you up. Nice. Well, if you know what a cartridge is, though, you can tweet <laughs> us at, at FNL Podcast on the Twitter or the Gmail and tell us what the <laughs> hell a shower cartridge is. Does it look at all like a, like an N64 game? Because <laughs> you got a few of those and you can just try, try it yourself? Because that's what I think <laughs> of when I think of a cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> You can borrow. Well, you can't borrow this one. <laughs> I, the I borrow. I I pulled out the one Nintendo sixty four game that I would not want to d- get destroyed. What is Doctor Mario sixty four? Mm. Mm. One of I the will be- not put that in my shower. Is it like Doctor Mario but in three D? It's just exactly like Doctor Mario. <laughs> it's just Doctor Mario. Yeah. It's just like you know <laughs> looks slightly updated. <laughs> God, three D Doctor Mario sounds terrible. <laughs> what would that even? Huh. It's like in a jar. It's just counting the how mm-hmm. many pills are in this jar. Is there like a is that a thing? Is there like a Tetris 3D? I've seen like videos Probably. of one where yeah, you have to like it's like some sort of sphere you need to spin around. Oof. Yeah. That's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My it dumb is. mind likes 2D planes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I can't handle that. Um okay, well, this isn't how to fix Jimmy Shower podcast. Yes it is. No, it's not. I mean it will be until we fix it, right? Uh, <laughs> tune in next week. <laughs> Joe told me last week I wasn't allowed to ask him this anymore. <laughs> but Joe Hey. What is that thing you normally say <laughs> when I ask you a question? Give us a little little rundown. Uh this is the first and last pod. We take a TV show. Uh, and watch the first episode, then skip right to the end, watch the last episode. Nothing in between. We just uh, make it up for ourselves what happened in between. Um, but we just judge a TV show just by the first and last. That's uh, the first damn taste, right. Last taste. Um, it's the best way to judge things. Tastes. Just like, you know, your first impression of a person and then the last time you talk to them. <laughs> That's all you remember. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's the best parts of the meal. It's the first bite and the last bite. Mm-hmm. I mean, a first bite of the meal is super important. And if it does, can't, a meal can't hold up through the whole meal mm-hmm. to have a good last bite. Mm. I would say it's not a very good meal. I'm very weird about how I eat. You guys have probably seen like, <laughs> like, I, like whether it's a sandwich or like a meal that's kind of like, you know, spread out on a plate. I like try to make sure that everything's eaten in like, proportional 
like manner such that the last bite has the perfect proportions of everything whether it's like meat bread and meat bread and cheese or pasta and sauce that just does not sound sustainable to me <laughs> how do you <laughs> how do you make it to the end of the meal yeah. and haven't eaten one thing more than the other at a certain point you have to eat something first yeah yeah it, it's definitely okay. not perfect yeah especially if you have like a sandwich that's overly bready or something right like there's sure. gonna be a few more bites in there that are more bread than not but like if you had like a hot dog right yeah. like you're gonna have like a little <laughs> bit of hot dog sticking out the front and the back so i'm like eating on both ends so that so, to get it to the point yeah so that's the middle correct. okay and it's perfect how much do you fret over your uh, ketchup and mustard, uh, like, not intake, but, like, like ap- application? Um, a good amount. I try to make <laughs> it even, yeah. <laughs> try to make it so there's no gaps. It's just spread evenly between. Well, and this has been enlightening. It's it's weird, I know, but it's... Uh, <laughs> dude, huh. I've been doing it for every meal almost my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it doesn't oh, seem man. too de- de- uh, debilitating, so <laughs> I think you're doing you're still fine. eating food. That's yeah, you're good. still eating That's food. Yeah, I mean, completing meals, or like eating like a slice of pizza. I'll like take a bite of like the pizza part and then take a bite of the crust. That's like, messed up. Really? That part's forth. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, now you're what? not left at the end with just like a bunch of crust that you don't well, want to eat, right? I That's like true. eating my crust. Hmm. What you, if you have like a sauce? I feel like if you have like a like a good marinara or something. Then when you get to the crust, then you're just at a you're just it's a, you're at a new meal now. You're a new like part if you have like of, that to dip it in. Yeah, now you're just now it's just dipping. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm still vessels. going still going back and forth and having a bite of pizza, having a bite of Man. crust in sauce. Yeah, so huh. now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> So we're doing uh, food show, food show tonight. Uh, man versus food. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I'd I'd watch Man versus. Food. I do love food shows though. I I loved Man versus Food. I loved No Reservations, the Anthony Bourdain one. Mm-hmm. Diners, you know, whatever. I'll watch Triple, Triple D. D. Triple D. <laughs> even though I just just fuck that guy i'll say it <laughs> fuck that guy Gaffieri is mildly and in- he is infuriating he's actually like seems seemingly a really nice guy though and does a lot of like uh charity stuff just to throw that in I've your face heard, i've heard i've heard otherwise yeah. he seems sweaty i mean that's not well that's probably somewhat his fault <laughs> he eats a lot of weird <laughs> stuff it's probably not very good for you Fair enough. Well, it's, what do you got for us, Jimmy? Nothing about food, I think. There's, oh, okay. There's probably some food involved. Probably eat. Someone's um, going to eat something. If I think about it enough, there's there's food. Now, I'm super pumped for this. I've definitely... This is a show that I'm sure I've seen all of at some point. I think it's been a really long time. Um, and I need to apologize to our resident anime expert, Nick. <laughs> Um, because I picked Cowboy Bebop, mm. which I cannot believe we haven't done. I 100% have seen all of this show because this is one of the greatest animes ever made. I'm going to point that. I'm going to put that out there right now. I feel now. like I knew that about you, that you like have seen this a lot. Uh, I've never seen it. Oh, amazing. So I, I was actually on the like IMDB, like 
whoever votes or whatever this like article is, is like the like top rated shows of all time like just best tv shows and this was on there and i was like oh man this has got to be streaming on something right now i know i've looked in the past and it hadn't been but it is currently streaming um it ran in japan in 99 i believe didn't make it or 98 um but and it wasn't the full season for whatever reason and then in the u.s at least it aired on adult swim in 2001 and then there was also a movie uh that year which i think wraps up it, or like is basically just picks up right after the show. I I assume I think it's been a long time since I've seen that. I too. know so that I know some uh I know what happens in either the ending. I've seen both the movie and the ending and it's mm-hmm. but and oddly enough I confuse it with Firefly sometimes cuz Firefly mm-hmm. has that Serenity movie. And right. so there's some finalities that happen. Space and Cowboy. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just that. But there's definitely some finalities that happen in either both of those last episodes or both of those movies that the movies are either right after the final episode or they're like somewhere before it because of what happens in the last episode. Okay, sure. Kind of thing. But with that being said, I can't accurately remember what TV show I'm talking about or (laughs) which which, if it's TV show or movie. So funny enough is on that IMDb article, Kawe Bebop or sorry. Firefly is also on that list, and I was thinking about this, and I'm thinking that like if you were a Firefly flan, Firefly fan, <laughs> or a flan, or a or a flan, like the like the treat, like the like that French Mexican dessert, dessert is it Mexican? Isn't it? Isn't it uh, I feel like I thought it was Hispanic of some kind. Flan. So, anyway, I don't really like if you're flan, a so. Firefly <laughs> fan, and you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop. I think you would love it, and vice versa. Does that make sense? And Cowboy Bebop has, uh, I think, uh, categorically better music than Firefly does. So, yeah, okay. That's one thing that uh, Joe, you'll find out. I think is that Fire uh, Cowboy Bebop has great music. <laughs> yeah, it's very music focused. A the theme song, um, Tank, which is performed by a by a Japanese jazz band. That I can't remember the name of right now. We'll have to look up. This is amazing. But also, like, each episode title is, like, either a genre of music or, like, a specific song. Like, I think, I'm pretty sure Bohemian Rhapsody is the name of one of the episodes. Hmm. Uh, also, did you pick this in a random? Uh, it was this a random happenstance of because of the Netflix live action Cowboy Bebop? I was also gonna bring that okay. up. Okay, this November there's a live action that I'm super uh, excited for. Yeah. yeah, I've seen things about that, and that's also it's the same like production companies involved too, which I think is really awesome. It's um, uh, what's his name? John Cho. John Cho. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. Harold, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, Harold. <laughs> of Harold doing oh. some like yeah. Tai Chi. I'm pumped. I'm going to watch the crap out of that. Yeah. But it's short though. I think I saw it's only like 10 episodes, which mm-hmm. is pretty typical these days. But how long was the original series? It's 26 episodes. Mm-hmm. 
and it was just one season hmm. and then the movie correct in, in the u.s i think i think it ran a little differently in japan but when I, uh, I, I've liked Cowboy Bebop since like high school slash wanted to watch more of it in college. And I bought the DVD set of it, which I believe is somewhere in this apartment somewhere. <laughs> um, and I, and I got it, but the DVD set back in the day was like, it might've came from China or like, it, it was like region locked. And so it wouldn't like work That's right. in regular DVD players and stuff. It would only work. In it was either my PS2 back in the day mm. or like my MacBook Pro or my MacBook or whatever. Mm. It would only work in one of those two things and any other DVD player I put it in, it wouldn't work because it was region locked. But now today, because I don't know. It's interesting. It's fine. It works fine now. <laughs> I mean, I also right. haven't put it disc in a DVD. I, just... Do I have a disk drive anywhere anymore? My computer sure doesn't. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. Hmm. Toss that in your um, PlayStation. Yeah, basically. Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts currently? Um, are so you scared? Cowboy in the name. Um, it's anime. Uh, I assume it's like kind of like Firefly, some sort of like space western thing. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty on. Pretty on point there. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, we're going to get some, maybe some horses, some sure hope some so. six shooters, maybe some lassoing, <laughs> and um, a big space laser. Mm. Six shooters and lasers. Yeah. So, you said, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, you, what you just described to me was just space cowboy Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's, and there's a Death Star, yeah, <laughs> with a big laser mounted on it. <laughs> guys just riding a horse up to it so are there rebels and um Im- imperials um no it's just a bunch of like confederate armies that are just warring against each other there's no there's no there's no yankees there's no it's yeah there's all no bad guys there's no empire <laughs> it's just a bunch of people who are just like trying to figure out space Mm-hmm. All right. It uh it, the the uh, anime when it premiered in Japan on TV Tokyo in '96, it uh only ran for 12 episodes due to its controversial adult themed content. Ooh, 98. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just didn't read that number right. Okay, N- 98. <laughs> a little violent, a little sexy. A little violent, a little sexy. The one thing that'll be interesting is uh. Jimmy knows this for sure, but I don't know which characters. There are some later characters in this show mm-hmm. that are not going to be there in mm-hmm. episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you're definitely going to meet uh, Spike Spiegel, who is John Cho. When you when you obviously inevitably watch the Netflix series, Joe. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's Jet. Mm-hmm. He's the he's got a metal arm. He's like the pilot. Yeah, I think he's the owner of the ship. Yeah, the spaceship, and he's like a like some sort of ace pilot. Yeah, but I think like the show starts off with those two, and that's it. And I don't yeah. know if we meet Faye in the first. I think we meet her in the first Maybe. episode, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's two other ones, and I don't necessarily want to ruin anything for you, 
Joe. Mm. But there are two other characters for sure that are like quote unquote part of the crew. Yeah. You know, that uh mm-hmm. will not be in the first episode for sure. And a pet. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I assume there's like some sort of like chewy character that's like <laughs> like part animal pet, but also like smart. So it like could be like a chewy where it's like walking upright but not well the pet but the pet was really? one of the two crew members that i was talking oh, about. oh really uh, yeah okay, well because okay. it, was, it was i mean yeah, I'll, okay i was talking about ed and nine um because yeah. there's not a there's not anybody Einstein. else besides faye ed and nine jet and lee or jet jet and spike hmm. spike lee spike lee, lee. <laughs> spike lee bruce joint lee. <laughs> i feel like spike is definitely got like a bruce lee kind of vibe sometimes okay drunken drunken boxer vibe yeah, I mean, I really honestly think right away going into this, I think Firefly is a really good uh, like way to describe this show currently. Mm-hmm. Think of Firefly, but anime with, I would say, more compelling characters, better music, and probably an inter- more interesting story. <laughs> so okay. did I talk that up enough? I mean, and, you know, interesting art because it's... Cause it's anime as opposed to live action. There's just so much more you can do with the, uh, the visual true. presentation. That's true. But how dare you say those things about Firefly? <laughs> <laughs> Firefly is also one of my favorite shows, like to be honest, but <laughs> okay, it's then. just like, in my opinion, it doesn't hold a candle to Cowboy Bebop. Wow. All right then. And I, and I love Nathan Fillion and everything. Mm. God, Firefly's so good. Should we just get into this first episode? Yeah. Okay. Uh, first episode of Cowboy Bebop uh, looks like it premiered in oh the English air date was Adult Swim September third two thousand one it mm-hmm. aired uh, originally in Japan on October twenty fourth nineteen ninety eight uh, it's called Asteroid Blues and we'll be back after that. And we're back. We're done with the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, it was called Asteroid Blues. Yeah. Jimmy got a write-up. Yeah, I do. Um, by Anonymous here on the IMDb. Fellow bounty hunters and longtime partners, Spike and Jet track down Asimov Solonson and his girlfriend, both of whom are looking for buyers for an illegal drug known as Red Eye, which Asimov stole from an underground organization. Asimov abuses the drug himself, however, which makes him which makes subduing him a difficult task. And then they don't really <laughs> because <laughs> in process the like whatever earth space cops because they're at they're, they're in space and jet gets this like space transmission for a bounty on asimov and he's trying to tell spike about it while they eat peppers and beef which is really just peppers yeah no beef because they're poor um and it's in tijuana so they go to earth which i think is interesting mm-hmm they're in space, but the first episode just takes place just back on Earth. Just in takes place in Tijuana. Yeah. Space Earth. <laughs> and then uh, Spike meets with a guy named Laughing Bull, who he knows from prior adventures. Apparently. Oh, like that, that shaman type person? Mm-hmm. And he tells him 
where he's gonna find this guy, the Asimov. Uh, they go. He, there's like syndicate crime syndicates, like also tracking Asimovs. So there's all kinds of fun gunfights and stuff. But anyway, so they Spike is following after them. Asimov and his girlfriend into space. Katrina, by the Katrina. way. Katrina. But like the police are there and they just shoot up the <laughs> the criminal's ship and they're dead. Did I see that she shot up Asimov? Yeah, she oh, she right. killed him. Yeah. Cause he was like too zoned out on like red eye. Yeah. Um and he had like also like yelled at her about like losing some of the vials. It He's like tweaking. Yeah, some of the conflict was, like, she's, like, you know, she's got her eyes on and, like, getting to Mars and, like, starting a new life there. And he's just, like, um, you know, he's all about, you know, this drug trade that he's just, like, hell yeah, I'm, like, living it up on these drugs and also just, like, want to push this stuff. Well, I mean, his thing was they have to sell it mm-hmm. so they can get to Mars, mm-hmm. basically. They have to get rid of it so they can make money to get to Mars. Mm-hmm. And then Katrina runs into Spike before uh, Asimov yeah. meets Spike, basically. And she's like, oh, want to go to Mars? And Spike's like, yeah, I, hey, I was born on Mars. And she's mm-hmm. like, I heard it's great. And he's like, if you're rich. And she like looks down at her belly and she's like, we'll be just fine then. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is when we assume she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Right. It's kind of a fun little turnaround is the mm-hmm. whole episode. You assume she's pregnant the whole time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's, like, touching her tongue. Yeah, but she really just has, like, a bag full of drugs under her uh-huh. dress, basically, that is meant to look like a Smart. pregnant belly. Mm-hmm. Clever. Which you see very, actually kind of, like, subtly, but it's pretty quick when this when she's floating off into space, when she, her ship's been shot up, you see the vials, like, spinning out from her Tom, but right, like super quick. Right before that, though, before they get into the spaceship and go to space, she does get like shot in the stomach. Yeah, there's a scene or, on Earth too where you it gets revealed. Oh, like okay. And it spills out, and Asimov like yells at her. Yeah, because he's like, "We need every one of those vials." Yeah, right. He's like, "You're dumb." Mm-hmm. She's like, "That's a bad idea." Mm-hmm. Yelling at me. But yeah, so yeah, she she shoots him up before, like literally seconds before they get shot up by the cops. Yeah, yeah. She kind of was just like, well, I guess we're screwed. And then for some reason, she probably just like shot him, I guess. Probably just be like, it's over, but you're going to like make this hell. Like, yeah. you know, like this is going to be way worse if just you like, just continue yeah, to be alive. One last thing for me before I eat it too. I'm going to shoot <laughs> and kill you. They had the same last I name. put him out of his misery. He was tweaking balls. Also yeah. that. Yeah, they had the same last name according to IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I mean, I'm wondering. Yeah. I assume they were like married then, or something. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get a brother yeah. sister vibe. So I, I had assumed that too. So for me, watching this, I thought that um, was it Katrina? Is that her name? Yep. I thought Asimov and Katrina were gonna be like part of the crew, main oh. characters for like the oh. show. Like I thought it was gonna be like Spike and Jet meet them here. They get into some sort of entanglement, but then by the end of the episode, they're like part of the crew and they're working together but then they died and i was like oh man (laughs) did not see that coming very dark yeah yeah interesting what did you what did you think about this joe oh i was very interested yeah i i dug it just from the standpoint of like um 
just the vibes of just like uh, like a like you know space cowboy shit that's great but then also it's very uncomplicated mm-hmm. in that it's not there's some sort of galactic i mean there's some space cops but they didn't really get into that right there mm-hmm. wasn't some like galactic space trade going on it's just like there's a bounty hunter and he and there is some sort of you know inequality between mars and earth and like cool that's a great place to just start Mm -hmm. Hmm. and that's all they really give you in the first episode hell yeah yeah and you only meet two characters like uh reoccurring obviously Mm -hmm. because asimov and katrina are dead Mm -hmm. uh you meet spike who's very clearly the main character Mm -hmm. um and then Jet, who is the uh, the owner of the Bebop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. They're, 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 like, partnered up. I just felt like it was, like, a good, like, introduction to the world. And sometimes when you do an introduction to the world, it's, like, you get a little bit too ahead of yourself. Of like, there's all this stuff going on. Like, you don't understand. There's all this politics going on. But it was really just, like, yeah, we're in space. But also we go back to Earth. Um, and, like, Mars is a place you want to be. Right, and you, that's you, it for the world. Be, be rich now. on Mars; mm, it's going to yeah. be great. Uh-huh. Uh, that's it, interesting. Yeah, I was paying attention too because they, you know, they spend a lot of time with Spike, obviously, and pretty much I feel like gave you a pretty solid idea of what his character is. Very like chill, confident, like laid back, but a like can definitely arrogant. back it up. <laughs> I have some questions about Spike. I get those things about him being chill and laid back. I get. I get indications of his um, what it's like to hang with Spike. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about like his morals. Like, is he mm. like a good guy? Is he kind of morally gray? Is I don't know where he's kind of stands on. I would. That's I kind of the cowboy question, right? Mm-hmm. What is uh? If we were playing he's at a, like he's a he's a he's a bounty hunter, but like is that like is that a good guy? Not yeah, I don't really? really know what the context is like. And even where the parts were, um, where Katrina was talking about, like, yeah, like Mars is a great place if you're rich. He just kind of goes like, huh, to that. And I didn't really get a read on, like, how does Spike feel about that? Right. Mm. I mean, uh, God, maybe, maybe this is a little too on the a good guy side, but if, mm. I, if I was rolling a D&D character and I was going to name him Spike Spiegel, maybe I'd say he's lawful chaotic. Okay. <laughs> like, vigilanteism. Lawful and chaotic are on the same axis. So is he like lawful good or evil or chaotic good or evil? Uh, I I would say he leans more towards good. But, you know, I think there's probably some ambiguity there Mm -hmm. for that. But for the most part, like I would say he's a good guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they are trying to bring in bad guys, but I guess, yeah, they are also bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. that are like but and you'll find out later on is like there's a there's a tv show i forget what it's called that they watch <laughs> and it's like a bounty hunter tv show mm-hmm. and they're like hey everybody it's like how this, they, is, this is the it's big how bounty. They work in the next on yeah like, yeah it may be also fun be a difference of this thing you know premiered in japan in 1998 and the united states in 2001 and i'm watching it in 2021 like I hate to, I'm not gonna talk about that one show, but there's a lot of shows where the main protagonist is a anti-hero, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's, you know, kind of a post 2001 thing that like maybe when you watch this, you are just like, 
hey, you showed me this character like practicing kung fu in space. He's <laughs> he's my guy. I'm I'm with him, and I right. understand that he's a good guy. Um, I think I think this is true. I think Jet is an ex cop, like an actual ex cop. Mm-hmm. I think he was like a cop on Earth somewhere. Or something. Mm-hmm. Get that so, vibe. So there's that. But I mean, you know, Mike from Breaking Bad was also oh, an ex cop. <laughs> so. And then he has some like old connections from the Force that he can. Get some intel. He totally talks to some cop at some point that That's, he worked with in this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there's that. I, I mean, yeah, it's he's a spikes a burrito, you know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of ingredients within those layers. He's an onion. No, a burrito. <laughs> or a burrito. Sh- Shrek. Shrek. Uh... You never seen Shrek? Yeah, we all like Mike I'm Myers. I've actually never Jimmy. seen Shrek. Oh, that's amazing! Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like that's like impressive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've avoided it for this long. Yeah, it's like, did you have you actively not watched Shrek? Not really, but like, when's the last time someone said to you like, "Yo, let's watch Shrek"? Like, it's well, easy to miss. No, um, hey, it's not hey, hard. Hey, hey, Joe. <laughs> let's watch. Shrek. Hey, I'm down. <laughs> next week, I'm interested. Next week, first and last. Live stream, we watch Shrek. <laughs> Eddie Murphy as a donkey? Come on. Yeah, sure. Great. Um, but what I was saying was it like focused more <laughs> it focused more on um on Spike at least a little bit and gave you like a feel for him, but obviously mm-hmm. he's got some uh question marks that you're like, I guess I don't yeah, quite we know. We know where he this grew up lies. on Mars and he's got feelings about it. Right. Um That's fun. And then you know he's got a guy that also works with him named Jet. And Jet wasn't really too involved very mm-hmm. much besides you just kind of like, mm. you know, they're partners. Like, you definitely know that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. I'm going to drop you off where this criminal is. You pick him up, and then we will eat food. Uh, one other big thing about the show. Joe, how'd you like the what'd you, uh, music thoughts? Mm. Uh, it was good. I mean, the you know, the big music piece at least in this first one is you know the uh the opening credits mm-hmm. some sort of jazz piece I, w- I wonder if it's bebop i don't know Tank. enough about <laughs> yeah jazz. i'd say uh, har- yeah it's uh, it's like big band meets bebop okay hard bop yeah and like that intro rules uh hell yeah kind of reminds me of some like tarantino stuff Ooh yeah um especially the way that like credits are stylized with the colors um, and then in the in-betweens and stuff in Mexico, there's some just like, you know, kind of Southwestern guitar stuff that kind of fits the like Western Mexico vibe. Um, it's all, yeah, like quality stuff. It's clear that they like cared about this and wanted to like make this be a part of the show and not just, well, we, we got to have music. Um, right. So yeah, it's very much a, you know, a, a part of what makes the show stand out. I feel like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe what I'm gonna about to say is incorrect, but I, in my my heart, I think it's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Cowboy Bebop is like a good, especially for people that like don't like anime or like think they don't like anime. For mm-hmm. you know, like uh, I don't, it's I'm like an adult and watch cartoons. That's what you're gonna say, you yeah, know, that kind of whatever, or just some sort of weird hater because they think that's like nerd shit. Mm-hmm. I think Cowboy Bebop is like a really is like a solid kind of like bridge across yeah. that because it doesn't like feel point. like a it's not like a classic Japanese anime where all the characters have giant eyes and are screaming and it's like silly and yeah 
it's crazy over the top. It's pretty, I mean, it's as quote down to earth as you can be for a bounty hunter space show. Yeah. I mean, that follows because I am, I'm pretty much that person that you're talking about. I'm just like, not that I look down on anime. I, I, you know, I think that a lot of different art forms are, are valid, but I, th- I might be intimidated by anime in terms of just like, it's just very culturally different. And also I know that a lot of them are very long and I don't Well, yeah, this is at to... Naruto mm, where it's 500 right. episodes. So like, oh, right. like a structurally knowing going in that this is 26 episodes, I am more open to it. But B, just like that it did and remind me of like, tarantino and other things of other like western influences that like made it more like palatable for me who is not seen a whole lot of anime other than like dragon ball z and you're a big western guy (laughs) yeah real real into westerns big john wayne fan (laughs) yeah i think you can see this that it's like the people in japan that made this in the late 90s were definitely interested in western culture Mm -hmm. a lot when they made this as well so i think that helps to appeal two people over here and then also to maybe bridge it a little bit. I think Cowboy Bebop is one of the things that made me go, I do like anime and then like watch other things that were then much more like, whew, this is Japanese. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and that can be very intimidating and, or just like off putting for some people, mm-hmm. especially right away. Mm-hmm. But 26 episodes of just like this quality show could move people and like move the pendulum a little bit yeah i could definitely see that yeah for sure because it worked for me who has little to no experience with anime other than being 10 and being in a dragon ball yeah hell yeah (laughs) oh man i love it when fight scenes take 30 episodes (laughs) (laughs) that's a style it's called something too actually oh yeah yeah like Mm. the dragon ball like when they get into a fight and it's like you know, it's like they're gonna this they're gonna fight Cell, yeah, and then it's like Goku just they're floating. Like there's an episode, there's at least a couple episodes where they're floating in the air, uh-huh. like twenty feet away from each other, about to fight, and they talk for four episodes. Yeah, you know, the next episode is them just like charging up an attack. On the next episode, <laughs> Goku might shoot a laser beam. <laughs> If you're lucky, and I love Dragon Ball Z, but it's just like, dear God, just fight, guys. So Tank and like the majority of the music in this is written by Yoko Kano and performed by a group called the Seatbelts, which cool. is or just sorry, just Seatbelts, no the. Um, and they perform like all of the music to this. And they're dope. Yeah, it's good. Including the real folk blues at the end, who has a has great, a, great song. Uh, an, a singer, a vocalist. Can't say her name. Um, I couldn't find it. Oh. <laughs> My Yamane, perhaps. 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 And the guy speaking at the beginning of Tank. I think he's, I can't tell if he's like one of, he's a, it says a longtime collaborator with Kano, <laughs> Tim Jensen, his name. Yeah. So I don't know if he's one of the instrumentalists in seatbelts or what. Um, but I found a fun thing where uh, a Canadian figure skater named Kevin Reynolds did a routine to tank and dressed up 
as Spike. So one of the things about <laughs> fun things about Spike is he's like very dapper, which I think is a funny part of his character. He just wears these like this incredible suit the so whole time. Like blue suit. Yeah. Maybe just, maybe like a maybe like a violet or something. Depending which on. you know, maybe that's like a way for a bounty hunter to not look like he's a bounty hunter, just be immaculately dressed and fashionable. I don't know. I think it's part of it. It's like great. Well, it's just part of his character. It's just random. He's just wearing a suit yeah. kind of thing, and he's just chill, walking around with his hands in his pockets. So you can uh, look up a Canadian figure skater's routine to tank. Uh, so two things. Number one, Joe, you've seen this episode now. Would you roll into episode two? Oh yeah, for sure. Good. Well, and also that Let's there's do it. like the screenshot of episode two. There's like a pup on it. I want to see what's going on with this pup. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of fun. And and <laughs> we'll I explained to that. you a, l- a little bit more. These are the things that I told Joe after the episode finished. Listeners, is episode two is where Ein the dog appears for the first time. He's part of the Einstein. crew. He's yeah. a a corgi. He's a corgi. Yeah, which is like the only reason I've ever been interested in owning a corgi <laughs> because of this show. Well, they're cute as hell, though, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like, I'm a dog person, but like, bigger than that dog. <laughs> I mean, your I dog currently that you own is ten corgis big. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's ten. <laughs> ten. Ten corgis in a trench coat. <laughs> she's, I think she's like. I'm 65. a big Jimmy dog. She's <laughs> filling out. <laughs> Uh, there's Ein. I think the next episode, the third episode, is when we get introduced to Faye Valentine, which, I mean, that's just like, I guess a lot. I mean, you know, anime people know. If you you know watch anime, you probably know who most of these people in Cowboy Bebop are for mm-hmm. sure. But Faye Valentine, she's joins the crew for reasons, kind of thing. And then later on, I think episode nine ish or something like that, they also recruit uh, Ed. Or Edward, and she is um, becomes part of the crew, and that's kind of the the five. The and five. She's like a person. teen. Ed. She's like yeah, a, Ed's like a somewhere in the perhaps. early teens or something like that. Hmm. So, but she's fun. She's like a hacker. Cool. And Ayn is like a genetically modified, like super smart dog. It's like some sort of science, like lab experiment. <laughs> That's escaped or something. It doesn't like speak like, okay. <laughs> or anything. It just barks. Like it's just a dog still. Mm, but it's like, just an incredibly intuitive dog. It's just like imagine you had like a really, you owned like, like a really smart dog. Mm-hmm. That's kind of Ayn. So she, so Ayn is River in Firefly. Just on some sort of lab experiment. <laughs> oh, if you're going to, if you're going <laughs> to do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Just uh, drawing parallels. Yeah. So That's those all. those are those characters. I don't know if you put anybody of those things in your predictions, but going into predictions, at least this is what everybody knows baseline going into it. Mm-hmm. I looked, I had one prediction and I saw what the last episode was and went, all right, nope, I remembered that. So I nixed it and changed my prediction just mm-hmm. to make sure I don't uh, get some basically garbage points. Mm-hmm. based on what I don't remember. So I'm going to do my predictions first, if that's okay. okay. Um, we saw Spike eat an entire hot dog. He put an entire oh. hot dog in his mouth. Mm-hmm. So I think someone eats a food hole. 
like an entire food. Yeah, and not like a strawberry, like mm-hmm. a like a hot dog or sure. something. Like that. You know what I'm, you something know what I mean? Not meant to be eaten whole. Yeah. Um. Second, I think green peppers and beef rear their ugly head again. Mm. Fair. Yeah. Yum. With, um, with or without beef. <laughs> I think I think they call it green peppers okay. and beef. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> with or without beef is not my problem. <laughs> Uh, number three, I think Faye kills more than five people. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why <laughs> I did a pregnant certain. pause there, but uh, that's what I did. And number four, I don't think Jet ever leaves the bebop in this show, in this episode. Mm. Okay. I thought you meant like in this series. <laughs> he never <laughs> leaves. He definitely leaves the bebop. Oh, we also didn't say that. It's called cowboy bebop. Cowboy is the term for a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. In this universe, right. and Bebop is the show, is the Name ship. The ship. Mm-hmm. So that's with cool. the etymology of the show name. There you go. Should I go? I'll go. Yeah, I'm a other person who's who's seen this. <laughs> so I'm also trying to do stuff. It's been a long time, but um, I'm trying to do some w- just wacky things. Um, so in this first episode, Spike spends a lot of time. Um when he first gets to Tijuana, just like whistling really well. I kind of want to look up and see what that was about. Like, was that one of like the musicians or something? Was that really the, like, does the voice actor just really whistle well? And they found that out. So they made that a part, but, but I just have uh, that spike whistles tunes. We'll find out. That's maybe he's not going to be in a whistling mood. <laughs> I mean, it, if yeah, it's finale, so it's probably it's probably too much going on for whistling to happen. Number two, I also made note of the hot dog thing, no. so I just put hot dog. I think someone needs a hot dog. Probably Spike. <laughs> it seems to revolve around food. Um, I also oh, so Spike. Like a couple times. So with the hot dog thing, he steals that. He swipes that from Katrina when he like accidentally, air quotes, bumps into her and steals like a bunch of her food. And it's just like turns out to just be like he's a a crafty uh, pickpocket because then he steals one of the vials of red eye as well from uh, Asimov. So I have Spike picks a pocket. Mm. Is my third one. Mm-hmm. And then my fourth one, just to be, you know, do some more Firefly stuff. Um, I have that someone calls, makes reference to the verse, which is what they call the universe in, in Firefly. The verse. The verse. This so is you the think like ship in the verse. So you think like Firefly stole that from Cowboy Bebop then? Yeah, I hope so. Okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> Cuz that's Cowboy how that would work. Definitely, yeah, timeline <laughs> that's works. That's how then. time works. Yeah. Okay. So, I love time. Um okay. So I'm going in fresh. Uh and I've got the Bebop gets blown up. Mm. It's oh, destroyed. No. Um, How dare you? And I did have a prediction for Ayn, who is not a character in the first episode, but Ayn the dog saves a life. Ooh. Saves somebody. Um, save a life. I think Big that the they... The fan. Yeah. They've so far in the first episode been to Earth and Mars. I think that they travel beyond the asteroid belt. Um, I was going to say just like the next planet over, which is Jupiter, but 
Like could be Jupiter, it could be Saturn, or just something beyond the asteroid belt. Got it. Okay. Um, and then my last prediction, I think there's a Death Star. And by Death Star, <laughs> I mean like a large space station with a giant laser on it. Do they have to <laughs> confuse it for a moon for this to count? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. That's no moon, though. But it is no moon. <laughs> That's no moon. All right. Uh, okay. So let's uh, let's let's do this final episode. Joe, uh, welcome to Confusing Town because we're gonna watch part two of the Real Folk Blues. Hmm. Explain. This is part two, but there's there were... part one and part two, but they were uh, separate weeks. And there was a movie. And there was a movie, but the movie takes place. I read it. It takes place in between episodes twenty-two and twenty-three. Oh, so the movie. And there's twenty-six episodes. And there's twenty-six gotcha, episodes. Gotcha. So, so yeah, the the movie is in the middle of the season, even okay. though it was made. Interesting. I believe after the show was done. Okay. Well, oh, for sure, because if the movie was set in was came out in 21 2001 yeah 2001 i didn't the show was I didn't, actually finished yeah i didn't know when the movie in came the out. real world in japan yeah yeah so movie came out september 1st 2001 show obviously was over in 98 so cool so okay. but yeah movie uh movies 22 between 22 and 23 hmm. a la x-files i just think when i think of movies of shows in between stuff i think of x so this show according to wikipedia is set in 2071 i don't know where they get that from it might say that at some point <laughs> or something but firefly is set in 2517 so technically yeah cowboy bebop still came first yeah <laughs> so technically cowboy bebop still in all timelines came first good to know <laughs> All right, so we're going to watch the final episode of Cowboy Bebop called The Real Folk Blues Part 2, and we'll be back after that. And I believe we are back from the last episode of Cowboy Bebop. It was called The Real Folk Blues Part 2 is what we watched. Uh, Jimmy, right up. Go. Yeah. So the U.S. version of this was November 26, 2001. Adult Swim. Reunited, Spike and Julia pick up where they left off, planning to escape the Red Dragon Syndicate. But Julia is shot and killed. Spike returns to the Bebop for a last meal with Jet, then storms the Red Dragon's headquarters to confront Vicious. Shin helps him, but is killed. Spike fights his way to the top floor of the Syndicate skyscraper, but is badly wounded. Spike shoots Vicious in the chest, killing him. As Spike stumbles down a set of stairs and faces Syndicate members who rush to the scene, he holds up his fingers in a gun shape and says, Bang! before collapsing. And the credits roll. Um, yeah, so other than that, like, he's, he's with this girl, Julia, who seems is like an old flame. I mean, the very first part of the very first episode, like before the thing was essentially, 
like a prelude to that. Like it was kind of a call towards what was about to go, what was going to happen eventually. So, and I feel like that happens throughout the series of like, we see little snippets, but yeah, I had totally forgotten the like pilot episode started with like a kind of a black and white rainy thing, just like how this episode starts. Mm -hmm. Um, they had a plan. They had a plan. So he's got a shady past part of this like crime syndicate crime. Yakuza. I'm sorry. Red dragon. (laughs) <laughs> syndicate <laughs> sure. uh turn good um uh, yeah uh joe i mean i just want to jump into joe how'd you think joe's about own? this joe's own um yeah i mean a good amount to catch up on uh seems like the stakes are a lot higher i guess <laughs> uh by the end here just One would that, say life or death like it opened up um well yeah on that like um you know, past scene, but the first scene that we saw that was current time was just like, there's a room of just like dead people. (laughs) Yeah. Blood everywhere. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. It just, just from there, it's just like, Oh, like this is like, it's not Marvel movie where like the universe is ending, but it's like, there is some like bad shit going on. (laughs) Um, And like a lot of people are dead or in danger. (laughs) Uh, and then we saw main character die, um, and then and then yeah, just the uh, the ending battle between like the two, um, like I don't want to say protagonists, but it seemed like that. Did I misremember one of the scenes where it looked like they were like working together at some point? Spike and the uh, the guy with the sword. Yeah, vicious, so yeah. it's probably things you probably you definitely learn at some point because in my mind I know these things so mm-hmm. obviously this kind of like hint of Spike's past is obviously sprinkled just mm-hmm. kind of within the 26 episodes yeah for sure but uh, Sp- uh, Spike used to belong to this Red Dragon Syndicate and okay. kind of like was like partnered with Vicious yeah yeah that guy like, they were like working together at some point and he was like some w- somebody close. i think maybe both of them were like in love with julia potentially mm-hmm. sid for sure i mean yeah spike for sure was and then you mean you heard shin say to uh spike at some point in this episode he said i was i've just been waiting for you to come back mm-hmm. kind of oh. thing and and vicious is in charge which i don't think he wasn't i don't think he was in charge back then i think he took control mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason spike left and then that's probably why he's a bounty hunter and not yeah. a stand-up individual. He's like escaping the syndicate. Yeah. He's just kind of new life. Makes sense. But yeah, so they have a showdown and it's very like, uh, you know, kind of reminded me of like a last, I mean, even because before he gets to that showdown, he has to like fight his way through this like literal tower of enemies tower of bad guys it felt very much like the end of a video game Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um yeah in the best way possible (laughs) but hey watching 20 25 episodes before that you're like spike can do it Mm -hmm. if anyone can do it spike can do it (laughs) yeah you figured i mean he did Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like till the very end and there were syndicate people there so you know 
they probably would have killed him. But before that, he killed he killed the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won that last battle. I think it was for I think it was a draw, technically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. If you both die, do do either one of you win? <laughs> Neither one of you lost per se. But yeah. He more. fell over. He uh, they could have rushed him to. It's the future. They could have had some kind of. Yeah, I mean, you know, without seeing like a funeral, you know, you got a Walter White scenario <laughs> where you don't know whether or not he's dead, and right. then El Camino comes out and confirms it. You know, <laughs> he could be a lumberjack in Canada. Could be. Could have rode away. Could have rode off in a yacht into a snow a, a storm in Miami. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I totally, <laughs> I totally picture that you could, even though this is only twenty six episodes long, that you could watch that and be like, yeah, cool, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like that you get to the end of this twenty six episode and you're not like, man, I need more of this. That you're just like, that was awesome. You were fulfilled with a succinct story. Yeah, I, that's that's the picture I get. Yeah, like there was a story to tell. They told it from beginning to end, and that was it. Yeah. Well, I mean, because even the movie, it's like. This is just like an adventure we didn't show you from the middle, you know, which is fun. A movie, the movie is just like, yeah, like a triple length episode, really. So Mm -hmm. the movie is. Yeah. Um, But where Spike's alive. Well, yeah, because that's why it happens in episode 22 to 23. That's why I couldn't remember. Like, you know, I was like, is it the movie where Spike dies or is it the last episode where Spike dies? I couldn't remember. One one major gripe, though. Yeah. Ooh. I was excited to go into the second episode because there's a screenshot of a pup uh, oh, and no, yeah. no Corgi in this episode at all. Yeah. We don't know where. So we get very little of the bebop in general. Mm-hmm. We get a quick scene of jet and Faye talking and she's like, ah, spike's gone. And he's like, my ship's messed up. My leg is busted. He's got a crutch. And, they're like trying to talk about what they know about spike's past or whatever and then then jet goes he goes to laughing bull pretty to much a confirmation on earth right i would say probably near tijuana jet is not <laughs> yeah jet is not is not into that um conversation he has with the bull guy but yeah no sign of ed or ein well, doesn't laughing doesn't laughing bull essentially say like I see in not these words, but she they basically say, "Oh, Spike's gonna die." I mean, that's yeah, you know, because I mean, it's kind of obvious that People that's why dying. Jet's there is trying to get help with like trying to figure out where maybe Spike is and what's going on. Yeah. A lot of a lot of death in this episode. <laughs> Some lady named Annie dies. In this like convenience store thing or something that Spike from Spike's past, and that was that was dope because he runs in there with Julia. We don't know who. I assume maybe we met her in the part one. This Annie lady from like his past, and then she's like, you know, we could. Julia's like, you know, we could we could run away and escape the syndicate like our plan was, and then it's clear that he's not about to do that (laughs) as he's loading a shotgun loading weapons (laughs) and then he says something like i'm about to make a scene and i was like oh yeah that that was badass (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I loved it. <laughs> and, then, and then Julia dies immediately mm-hmm. in a very cinematic way. I really appreciate the way that they did. Cause even in the first episode, when the like intergalactic, whatever police shoot up the bad guys, all like the sound stopped, like all the effects and music and stuff stopped. And mm-hmm. it's just like, like they made a thing out of, um, you know, out of these characters dying. I think that's really cool. Yeah. They really, they really kill people in great ways. <laughs> <laughs> really make sure, you know, they're dead. Really good at it. Um, what's, uh, what's the, what's the over under Joe of you watching 24 more of these episodes? Um, I mean, I'm weirdly interested in the, like the live action remake that's coming out. In Is it because you just hate drawings so much? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I feel maybe because it's going to be new and because it's 10 episodes, um, that I'm more drawn to that, but it almost feels like I should watch this before the new one, right? I yeah. mean, I would hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't want to be a characters. I don't want to be any form of gatekeeper by any to. means. Mm-hmm. So if like you're gonna watch Cowboy Bebop in general, I'm mm-hmm. probably pretty happy for 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 you in general because mm-hmm. you're gonna have a great time. I think. I'm curious on. I don't know if they know. We know this. How long the Netflix episodes are gonna be? Is it mm. like forty-five minute, ten episodes? Because that's almost the whole, that's almost all of Cowboy Bebop's right. running time the right there. So like if it's only 10 and it's that long, or are they doing 10 half an hour episodes and they're thinking about a season two kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Who knows? I'm not sure. Um, they're going to yeah. want a season. It's like a Final Fantasy VII remake type thing where it's like this yeah. 10 episode spans like one and a half episodes yeah, 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 exactly. of the original Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, right. <laughs> but in in, in, in in like that as well, I'd be like, yeah, you probably would get more out of it if you obviously played the first game mm-hmm. or in this case watched the original series. Mm-hmm. You get more out of it in the way of like you kind of know it, but then you have your pre-expectations of that too. Yeah, so yeah. does that take away from enjoying the Netflix one? If not, because I mean, yeah, there there is a plenty of times where in this november 19th netflix cowboy bebop that if they do something weird i'll be like i fucking hate this yeah yes but i'm not usually one to they don't have a live action corgi i'm gonna be pissed (laughs) yeah oh my gosh (laughs) it's at least gonna be different in that you know even if i were to watch the anime one before the live action that i don't have it's like i'm gonna watch the live action and have it with me for a few weeks and then start into the, or I'm going to watch the anime and then have it for a few weeks before I start into the live action. Mm -hmm. Whereas most other cowboy bebop fans have been watching the anime for literally two decades. Right. right, right, (laughs) And then are going to have to watch like a a new thing. And that's going to be very different. Yeah. I've probably pissed no matter what. Mm -hmm. I've probably seen all of Cowboy Bebop through probably two full times. Mm -hmm. I'd say, you know, Um, at least I would, I I think watching this right now made me go, yeah, I could watch this one more time before it comes out. Mm -hmm. A little little refresher. Because it's been forever. Mm -hmm. Months until then. Watch it so many times. Like a month, a month and a September, the October, movie, November. I bet the movie oh, yeah, is two also and a half streaming. months. Sure. 
I don't have anything I'm watching right now. I can watch this. Nice. Yeah. I'm into this. I want to, I, I think I might watch it again. I almost uh, turned on Bloodline episode two <laughs> the other day. Yeah. See and what's going on. I don't know. There was some sort of like stop stopper that hit my finger from hitting play. Yeah. You just decided not to. I just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think the stopper might now become a 25 minute episode of Cowboy Bebop. So I'd be I'd be curious. I don't think I don't think by any means do you have to watch the original to watch the the live action. Mm-hmm. I think it's helpful. Just I mean you know it's like you know the, you know where it's coming from. I yeah. would say even just to get into where they introduced like Faye, we saw her for a five seconds, and where they introduced uh, Ed and the dog. Yeah, I'll be curious now if you just waited and watched only the live action, and then you're I'm like, you're gonna just get like Ed, <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> I I don't even know what they're gonna do with Ed in this live action. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, Ed's so maybe, such a hilarious maybe character. Won't see Ed, so wacky. Maybe they'll wait to try to do Ed for season two. <laughs> oh my god. Like how like how Cowboy Bebop originally was such a small. I mean, as far as an anime goes, you know, it was one and done. It was 26 episodes and done. There's so many animes that are one piece. It's like over a thousand episodes long, I think, at this point. Yeah. It's like, um, or it's close, if not. Naruto's 500 something. You know, I mean, there's various Pokemons, obviously, but like the series as a whole of Pokemon is hundreds and hundreds of episodes long. Uh, it's just nice to have a show that is going. This is what they did, and they're done, you know? And it's very clear, I feel like, that they they had this, uh, like, plot line, and they did it. You know, it doesn't seem rushed. When you're finished with it, and you watch the whole thing, it doesn't seem rushed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like they cut anything out because they were going to get canceled after one season. It's just not that. So I'm hoping that for the live action, they have a plan in it you know right and it's not trying to see how many seasons can we make this go because that would be terrible for it i think yeah i am uh i'm I'm intrigued that it's the same like production uh, sunrise Mm -hmm. production company i hope that that means that they'll they'll do make sure they do some justice but i mean either that or it just means that they still own the rights to it and they demanded to get that money yeah (laughs) they just wanted money all I know is if cred- opening credits roll and Tank isn't playing, I'm going to shut that shit right off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> music's such a big part of Cowboy Bebop, and it'll be very interesting what they do. Yeah, yeah. And if it's just, like, still a lot of music, but just a different vibe. Yeah. Mm. More modern take on the music. I don't know. Mm. Well, uh, the movie, if you get into the series and... Um, you need to watch the movie. It's not streaming anywhere, but I do own it on DVD. So let me know. Listeners, if you want to borrow Jimmy's <laughs> DVD, you can hit us up at FNL Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> I'll ship it right over. You'll ship it. Just give us your address. You got to promise to give it back within two weeks. Hmm. The, the original composer, Yoko Kano, returning for the live action adaptation. So. Yes! <laughs> it might be different. But still, you know, probably gonna be real good. Yeah, oh, I would. That's dope. I'll trust that. 
I'll trust that it's good. It's it sounds like they're trying to do good. Mm-hmm. You know, on this. So right by the that's excellent. Original. Trying to do do right. Um, anything else before we get into predictions that anyone wants to declare? Oh, that whole thing. Um, a live action feature film version starring Keanu Reeves was also previously in development at Fox, <laughs> oh, but it is canceled. I think it's canceled. I yeah. think that's fine. Oh, ish. That was a bad. That's <laughs> that would have been a bad idea. Oh, and I like wow. Keanu Reeves. Sure, not enough. <laughs> no, <laughs> not for this. Oh man! Yikes! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, okay. Well, on that awful note, thank you, Joe. Uh, let's see. Of course, it was Fox too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> let's see how we did for predictions. Awesome. I'll go first, like I did last time. My first one was that someone eats food whole. I don't think anyone ate. Well, Spike ate a meal, mm-hmm. but Spike he ate, like meal. ate it like a human. Well, he ate it way too fast, but he ate it. Presumably not yeah. whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ate it with chopsticks. Um, my second one was green peppers and beef. I I don't. I mean, they didn't say it. I don't know what it was. It kind of looked like it, but it like, like it, it had some like red in it. Maybe the beef was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna take because I didn't say it. Okay. So I don't know what it was. It also had like a look. Like it had like miso soup or something on the side too. <laughs> mm. Moving up in the world. Yum. Uh, number three, Faye kills more than five people. Faye did not leave the ship. She shot her gun a bunch of times <laughs> on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Semi at Spike. Yeah. And unfortunately, I guess I got I put the per- wrong person's name down because I did write then Jet never leaves the ship. Mm. But Jet did leave Bebop because he, he went and talked to the shaman person. Mm-hmm. For a hot second, he left. So, zero. Uh, I also have zero. Oh, good. There was no whistling. From anyone that I <laughs> no hot dogs. I don't. I didn't see Spike pick any pockets, and no one called it the verse. No, very serious, oh, yeah. very serious episode, Jimmy. <laughs> one thing I had down, but I thought maybe I was remembering it because in the pilot they they kept talking about Mars, and that was a whole thing. And I was said they go to Mars, which I kind of feel like that's where we were. Because it was his past. See, I thought they were on Earth because Laughing Bull because was they there. Went to the shaman on Earth, and I just I don't know for some reason I'm like, well, they he didn't go to yeah. Mars. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. So the only other the only person besides the people that we know last saw on Earth was that. And person. if the ship is like busted, they're probably not leaving the Earth's atmosphere. I mean, they definitely travel around a bunch during the show. I don't mm. really know where they go and how far they go, but mm. I would say have to watch and find out. I would say s- <laughs> like clues point to them being on Earth still, uh, like again. Sure. Cool. Uh, I think I'm also at zero. Um, it said the Bebop gets blown up, which it seems fine. It's um, broken, but it's not blown up. Yeah. Uh, Ayn saves a life, and Ayn was not in it. It's <sighs> too bad. Mm. Um, they travel beyond the asteroid belt and it seemed that they were, I, I assumed earth also. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's a death star, which we didn't really see, uh, mm. any sort of other starships. So no, just a plaza. Mm-hmm. We did great. Yeah. 
It's because the show did so good that we did so bad. So unpredictable. Yeah. It was too good. Mm-hmm. Show 199. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tune in next week. That's right. Listeners, next week it is episode 208, I believe. But it is our 200th TV show. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. So don't let us down, Joe. Oh, it's a me show? I think I it's think a me so. show. Technically. Oh, is it? Yeah. You chose Bloodline? I chose Bloodline. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Frazier. Don't screw it up. Frazier. Frazier. <laughs> Starting over. <laughs> Starting over. Week after God. that, Entourage. Oh, <laughs> God. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I got fresh eyes for it. I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, yeah, so stick around, listeners. Next week is our 200th TV show, and we don't have that many episodes left in season eight. So I think mm. there's only three or four episodes after that. Holy crap! Until we're until we're on the first and last these eight. Insert tagline after that. <laughs> Figure yeah. it out. Still haven't used the land before time tagline yet, so we're getting there probably. Um, How many of those are there? <laughs> like 45. So, um, but yeah, if you want to give us a show suggestion or just uh, hit us up, you can at F and L podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter as well. Uh, until then, we'll see you later, Space Cowboy. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>